0: Well, look at this. You're here, and I'm pleased because I really dig your company. Hey, guys, it's me, Danny, and you're listening to the Just Saying Podcast. Okay, I know, I know, I know. You guys have spoken with these numbers, and I am feeling two things. I don't know which one to be true, so I'm gonna take both of them as truth, and we're gonna keep on pushing. Number one, what I feel like is that you guys are telling me that you do not want to hear about my weight loss surgery progression as much as I'm giving it to you. So I'm gonna go ahead and slow that down. I'm gonna give that to y'all maybe once a month, okay? One once a month update. Secondly, I feel like Y'all want me to get back into more of what's going on in the pop culture world, so we can go ahead and do that, because I am here for it. I'm always in these internet streets. I know what's going on in these internet streets. So with that being said, let's go into my first thing. Number one, Mary J. Blige, there is a show that is like a documentary thing that's coming on a Prime Video Um Friday. So if you guys want to go ahead on and check that out, I've seen some clips of it. I think it's going to be good. It looks like it was done well. So I'm looking forward to that. And we will talk about it. I probably will do a a, like a quick a quick extra, like a bonus um about it because I think that's what I should just do is I give y'all some bonuses because I watch a lot of stuff and I'll never get to talk about it. So yes. Um, that's going to be coming on TV. So if you ain't see, if you, um, have prime video or, you know, somebody who has it and you got a little quick login, get it. Let me tell y'all, some of y'all may not notice, but if you have Amazon prime, you are paying for prime video. So you should go ahead on and download that app to your phone or your fire stick or your TV, however y'all watch, whatever y'all watch and use this, you use the same login and it's already there. It's already there. So, you know, go ahead and do that. And also, you get discounts at the Whole Foods if you have Amazon Prime. Yes, you do. Go ahead on. You go to Whole Foods. You can pull up your app when you get there. You get discounts on um, your total. I think you get, like, a percentage off or something like that. Google it, and they'll let you know. Because I don't work for Amazon. They ain't paying me. So I ain't about to go into all the details. But I am letting you know that because I know there are some people who did not know that. Okay. Uh so we talk about TV. All have you guys seen that BET Encore child? I watch BET. All, I watched the BET Encore and everyone like episode three. No, I do not have I'm not paying for BET. Y'all ain't paying me no money over here. So I don't pay for it, not a near another app. But the episodes do come on YouTube, if you if you in it, you can find them. I promise you, you can. And episodes one, two, and three is already out. I don't watch all of them. And what I have to say is number one, I'm not believing in this album right now at all. I feel like they are a little bit trying to uh, make me not believe in it so that they can be like, bam, and here it go. Because the girls, I believe they're going to pull together a couple of songs. But it's not going to be bops. I don't believe, and I don't believe that after you listen to it the first time, you're going to want to replay it. Like you're going to listen to it and be like, "Yay for the ladies," but you know, nah, I'm not really here for it. Now, if you not, if you don't know what's going on, Encore is a show who is that is produced by Carlos Mil- Miller, I believe. I don't know what Carlos' last name is. He did R&B divas too, and um. Uh, Todd, Candy husband, you know, from the Housewives of Atlanta, her husband, he's been a producer before they met. That's how they met. And so, you know, he's producing this show as well. OK, so what the premise is, is that some of our um some women from the past, you know, the 90s and 2000s, Early 2000s, they were there were a couple of girl groups back then, and they are pulling they pulled a couple of the women from those girl groups to create like some super group. Okay, that's what they're calling it. I believe that it's way too many people. It's like the Wu Tang clan of you know, women. Excuse me, there's like the Wu Tang clan of women, and I just feel like you know, it's too many of them, but they're gonna put it together somehow. Diddy he could put it together? Danny Kane. And he can put together a dub band. I'm sure that somehow they can figure out how to get these songs together. But here's the thing. So who they have is two, the, the sisters, twin sisters from Cherish. They have two sisters from 702. They have... um. I I think it's two girls, but I but it may just be one woman from the that group black back in the day that was um backed by Lisa um Lefty Lopez uh and, and that group kind of disbanded because Lisa passed away. Um for sure there is one Shamari and that's the same woman who was also on a season of Housewives of Atlanta when her and candy had to sing off and when they went on vacation. Uh she's also married to Ronnie DeVoe from BBD. Um is she married to Ronnie? Yeah, Ronnie. And um who else is in this group? Aubrey from Danity Kane. Nivea from Lil Wayne and Dream Babe Mama and um oh and Pam from Total. It's a smorgasbord of you know things going on there. The sounds that these girls had were not all exactly the same. Their abilities, their singing abilities were not exactly. Oh, and and they also got Keely from uh, 3LW and the Cheetah Girls, you know, promises, promises, you know, I'm getting sick and tired of the book of promises, promises, that little girl, she's in it too, uh, it's just a lot of catty women stuff going on, and I know that I shouldn't be saying women stuff, because we shouldn't be saying that, you know, buying into that stereotypes, but they really playing into a lot of it on this show, all they do is fight, And not physical fight, but just a lot of arguing, a lot of I'm feeling, a lot of um, old feelings about situations coming up with women who didn't have nothing to do with their old situations. It's a lot, a lot. Okay, they got Sita from Sita's World back in the day being the host. She keep coming up on the TV screen. It's giving very much not take do not take this seriously is what is giving like seriously if y'all watch it you'll see i i'm watching it because i'm already in and everybody talking about it i if y'all ain't talking about i don't know where y'all been but you know a a bunch of people talking about it and so because a bunch of people are talking about it I'm I've been watching it. Now I thought after the first one, I didn't see it for a minute. So I thought maybe they didn't play any more episodes. And I was like, maybe it was because they realized how bad this looks. But no, child, they still they still didn't want it. All I know is they these women have thirty days to put together an album and three of the songs are supposed to feature all of the ladies and they can't get it together. I don't know where these songs coming from. I don't know who's supposed to be writing them. I don't know nothing. All I know is Ooh, child, every time I watch it, I'm just kind of like, "Why did these women come here? Like, seriously. But I guess everybody want to sing and people want to prove that they still got the chops. So, you know, these are a lot of women you're not going to get on a versus. Okay? I don't, you know, maybe a total could have, you know, a quick little verses with somebody. I don't know who, but Total did have a couple of bops back in the day. And I'm not going to say that the rest of the women groups didn't have, you know, a song or two that, you know, we would be on, but these ain't, we ain't verses. We don't need a celebration of these women. And the fact that they all together right now, I'm not celebrating them right now. I'm disappointed in just about each and every one of these women. And how they are allowing themselves to be portrayed on screen. But y'all go ahead on and watch it if you want to. And um, you know, we could you let me know what your opinion about it is. Because I do not know. There is another clip on the internet that involves t-pain y'all know t-pain i'm gonna buy you a drink ooh, wee, ooh. I'ma think me. y'all know him okay so um here <laughs> we not casing t-pain i don't know where the interview came from i just keep on hearing the clip in a couple of places so no i did not go investigate the internet is free y'all well it ain't free We got to pay for the internet. But once you pay for it, you know, search engines is free. Y'all could go ahead on and Google yourself if you want to know where it came from. But what I can tell you is the clip was of T-Pain talking about how years ago, I don't know, 2004, something like that. Let's go 2009, something. I don't know. T-Pain was on that plane and he said he had fallen asleep and the stewardess woke him up. The stewardess told him that Usher would like to speak to him in the back. So he went on to the back of the to the back of the first class where Usher was. And Usher basically told him that he felt like T Pain had ruined music for the um singers. And with the auto-tune thing, you know, he was using the auto-tune thing. And if y'all don't know, T-Pain does know how to sing. He don't need the auto-tune. He just was very crafty in how he used it. And, um, you know, he made some good music. Y'all know y'all was kicking into a lot of T-Pain songs, so don't do that. Y'all might not have did buy you a drink, but y'all danced to a couple of other songs and I you know, I'm not trying to get into every one of them, but y'all did a dance system, T Tang songs, don't do that. When that um T-Pain said that when, after he said it, he really started thinking, like, you know, did I ruin music? Am I messing it up? Am I not being entertaining? And am I being less entertaining than I am damaging? Like, what, you know, what, what am I doing? Because somebody who is so big in the industry is unsure to come and tell me that I'm ruining something. I need to listen to, you know, take some kind of evaluation he then said that that started what became a depression that lasted about four years and i feel like i know there's gonna be some people to be like so that was just his opinion whatever but but you don't understand i don't think that you know people will understand like if somebody who is huge in your industry who have been in that industry for years comes and tells you that you ruined something it will get to you especially when T-Pain's thing was this whole auto-tune thing like that was his niche and so because I was y'all got me to use word niche like okay I fit that in there that was his niche and so if somebody tell you that the thing that you are known for is very damaging to the industry that you are in It could make you feel a way. I mean, shoot, we make make plus-size women feel bad all the time just because they outside in clothes, you know? So having somebody who is big in an industry say something I believe would help me to, you know, could cause me to be depressed because now I have to be like, you know, every time I want to make a song and I start to go towards my auto-tune equipment, I don't know how that works, but I start to go towards it, I'm just kind of like... Can this be a hit without it? Is, you know, because the people was buying it, but am I making it harder for my man's usher? And like all of those kind of things. So I felt bad for him. I don't feel like what usher was saying was malicious, but I do feel like the, the, even though the intent may not have been malicious, what is received can be, you know, um, damaging. And that that happens a lot of times. It happens so many times in so many ways where somebody, you know, doesn't, they say what they say. And a lot of times we do that. Like, you know, I meant what I said, but I didn't mean for it to be damaging. And the person who has received what you said, it cuts further than we intended to go, you know? And so I felt bad for T-Pain and I hope that I didn't hear any more clip of the clip. I don't know if this was a longer interview or if this was just a quick something he was telling. I don't know if this was him talking about going to therapy. Hopefully he did get therapy because, you know, when a person starts talking about depression, you would hope that they have access to therapy and that they, you know, feel strong enough or, you know, feel like they are not strong enough to, you know, strong enough to go to therapy or feel like they're not strong enough to continue without having therapy. And I know there's lots of us who cannot afford therapy. We cannot find the therapist. It's not that easy, but I would believe that somebody like a T-Pain has access to it. So I'm just hoping that he was able to to find and utilize those services because to be depressed about doing the thing that you, you know, you like to do and that you love to do is, you know, to me, it's sad that somebody would have to even experience such a situation. Now, this one was the main thing that I really want to talk about today, and i I don't know how long it's gonna be for real, but like I just felt like I wanted to comment on it last weekend was Father's Day, okay, I didn't really celebrate it um my father is in a space where I wasn't even aware that we could visit him. And we're not that close, just to be honest with you. We not we have not been as close as people would like for us to be. It's just not the, the path that our lives have taken. Um, I have the five children told you that I do. And um, a uh, the majority of them have one father, the other one has another father one father is in the hospital, and he is very sick, and so there wasn't any Father's Day celebration there, and the other father, I don't know, but I don't have no communication with that dude. Is he a person? I don't know. So, you know, my Father's Day, I spent watching Fatherhood on uh, Netflix, which is the Kevin Hart movie, and if y'all haven't seen it, it's worth a watch. It's not a comedy, so you don't get that clownish, Kevin Hartish, acting that he does which sometimes I think is a little bit funny but it's starting to become very repetitive in the character that he plays, but this one isn't that. So, you know, it it's a good watch. Anyway, while I, I while I, because I only, you know, that was my only Father's Day thing, I did, you know, get on to the internet cuz that's where I hang out. You know, I like to be in the streets and <laughs> What I saw was that Nick Cannon is having more babies. So, from what I understand, this will make his... He is up to seven children. I think there are five women. And four of the children will be born this year. For me this is concerning there's a lot of people who walk around all the time and they you know not a lot of people but on the internet there's many people who always are just like giving Nick Cannon this credit because from what you know they like to say it's like he 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 get a lot of bad um bees like you know he got you know dimes all the time and I'm just kind of like the way that they talk about women when it comes the, the industry when it comes to the canon they always put them as like you know property or toys or you know collectibles and it is to me very disheartening and and so we you know we know of course that for 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 a good time Nick Cannon was married to Mariah Carey and people tried to you know treat Mariah Carey with some respect and then it gave Nick Cannon some kind of respect because he was um it gave him some respect because he you know to a lot of people in the hip-hop community before he married mariah carey a lot of people kind of saw nick Cannon as like lame they thought his movies were lame his acting wasn't good at some point he tried to be a rapper people weren't really hitting for his lyrics or his music um and so they kind of called him like a corny dude. The stuff that he was involved in, people called it a corny thing. And then while and Out came out and he kind of stepped up his game. And then people started to really notice the money that Nick Cannon was making because he had his hands everywhere. He was doing all kinds of stuff. He was working on everything. And he, they understood like, oh, Nick Cannon ain't really as lame as we would, we would like to have, you know, claimed him to be and so one of the things that was really giving getting the canon some notoriety was also the women that he was involved in after i don't know before um i don't know if it was before i think it was before mariah i think he was connected with christina Million, the uh singer dancer girl from back in the day I think he was connected to her. I don't really know. I can't remember anymore. But I think that that was like one of the first ones. And then he just has a lot of women who kind of favor each other. Okay. There's a, there's a, there seems to be kind of like a Nick Cannon look. And so, you know, all of the hip hop people was like, you know, Nick Cannon, the man, cause he be begging them all. And it's like, first of all, begging, like that's collectibles. And these are actual people. They're actual women. So to like to even talk about him in that way and, and to talk about them in that way, it, it objectifies these women who are involved with him. Okay. And so, I already, the I'm always looking at him questionably. And then they kind of always in the thing where it's just like, you know, like I just want to, you know, I want to respect the women and I don't want to talk bad about them. And we kind of see, we kind of, took that as like oh Nick Cannon is a nice guy. He try to be respectable. and try to put their business out there or whatever, but he is always taking pictures with them. There seems to be some kind of way that these women have to all celebrate one another and you know for being uh in the Nick Cannon Nick Cannon harem and there's just some kind of concern for me, but what is more concerning for me is that not now it's not just him collecting women, it's him collecting children. And there are people who have been saying things like well you know he got a lot of money so he could take care of them and you know he he you you just don't know when you got that kind of money you can afford to do different kind of things but when your daddy ain't in your home and you know, you have to wait for him to show up, there still is a problem for the child. And am I saying that it can only be a mother and a father raising a child? No. So please do not start coming in my comments being like, you never know, maybe the mother got another person. and she you. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. But what I'm saying is that this man's the justification that he should be able to have kids all over the place because he got some money does not does not help when you have four children at the same time or around the same time and then we all about to graduate from kindergarten or get promoted to the seventh to the seventh grade or the ninth grade or however y'all grades do it in the city y'all live in and, or we about to have high school graduations or college graduations or anything or babies or whatever. Whatever it is, and you can only make it to one because one person was like, Oh, well, I remember when I listened to one podcast where where a guy was like, Oh, I remember when uh, Kobe said that he wanted to go to take his child to school, and he was saying that traffic wasn't letting him do that, so he bought a helicopter. It don't matter if, if the one ceremony is at 11 p 11 a.m and the other one start at 11 a.m choppa ain't gonna get you to both bro you gonna miss one or you gotta decide to not go to neither one and that ain't gonna help these children who are going to be looking like yes You was begging mamas back in the day, but what about my needs now? What about what I need? I need you to, I wanted you to be at these things. And it's already bad enough that because he has his hands in so many places, he is a very busy man. Very busy. And. Uh, you know, so the the amount of work, that time that he has to spend working, and and you know, I th- there was a podcast, I'm not naming any of them, where they were saying like, so what he, you know, he got time for all these women, having time for all these women, ain't the same as having time for all these kids because you can't fly a woman out, and I know they're saying, well, you can fly your kids out, we can't, how, where, where are we putting all these children? If if I got to be on set at a movie, where am I putting seven children and five women who? got to take care of these seven children and possibly a nanny for all these children. like that's a lot of people to accommodate on sets. that he may not he may just be in a project it ain't his thing and you know that means that you also have to get seven people um, you know or five people or the 14 people or how many, many people together you got to get them to coordinate all their schedules to be able to get to where he at so that they can be with their date like it's a lot going on. And I just feel like emotionally, can you really be there for that many children in different households? I know as a mother of five children myself, and my kids are stair-step when I tell you, these kids are close in age. They almost the same age. Like they really that close. Like they just boom, 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 boom. Yeah, I was popping them out. I was. And so I know that with them being that close in age in my house, Because of the things that, you know, still having to run, still having to go, still having to handle. I I didn't have big business like my mans did it still was hard to catch everybody. And it took me a long time to be able to catch everybody. But that was because I was able to be in-house to see patterns, to see, you know, oh, oh, this is how they dress. Oh, this is the style that they like. To catch, like, you know, oh, this is how they communicate. This is the talk that they need. This is the love language that they need from me. It took me a while to catch it in-house. To be able to catch it out of house It's just like, "Mm And I feel like we we it's a celebration of Nick Cannon's ability to as a rich man have women. Like that's a thing. Like I don't know why we seem to be like we're celebrating it as though men with money don't always have beautiful women flocking around them like that's just the thing i mean hell how many women is, is out here and like, like first of all how many women is out here who would in a heartbeat date bill gates even though he ain't the flyest dude ain't into none of the stuff but that money will make you do it even in uh one of uh, uh jay-z songs he was saying what's cuter than a billionaire he was like i'm i'm not ugly i'm cute because he was like my he we all know y'all call me as ugly as you want to we all know my money makes me cute so don't worry about it y'all all all would talk to me because of the money that i have. we know we can see it all the time that because men have money beautiful women will flock to them and i'm not saying all beautiful women so please get off yourselves." What I'm saying is that we know that that is a pattern, and so to say to to about Nick Cannon, like oh Nick Cannon, he he you know he be pulling them. Do it really? Is is it really hard? The man's got millions of dollars. Yes, there will be women in the places that he goes. That's what. That's the culture. That is that is the culture we have always had: sports cars, big houses, trips, flyer outs paying for things there is a group of beautiful women who love to profit from that so to say oh he's pulling it they say that about the dude that worked down that worked down at the bank right give him the props i'm not saying that he that he we should expect that he wouldn't but that dude ain't getting the props we ain't propping up you know um Daryl down at the bank, he be pulling bad, uh, bad bees all day. Now he probably do, and he pulling it on, on his uh, you know, thousand dollar bank account or his tens of thousand dollar bank account. Of course, the man with millions of dollars is pulling the Instagram model girls. Of course, the man with millions of dollars, he's the CEO of his company, has a bunch of women from off of his show. Like, that's, that's an of course, but what does that have to do with being a father? Because what we're going to get is, I believe we're going to get a lot of children who later on in about 20 years are going to talk about the things that they missed. There are so many children right now who are the children of people in the industry who talk about how they miss being with their parents because of all of the things that they have to do. And I'm not downing those people. What I'm saying is when those a lot of those people come home to one child, they come home to two children and there, there's so much time that has that they're not able to spend because of the job that they have. Nobody's downing you for that. But when it looks like you're collecting women and then you're, You're giving those children, those women babies. It's like, what's really going on here? Because you only got, you got time to nurture a relationship with these ch- these children. And then somebody was like, well, you know, we know Nick Cannon is sick. We, If you don't know Nick Cannon, I believe has lupus. And so some people were like, well, you remember what Chad, Chadwick Bozeman was doing and when he was sick, he wasn't really telling anybody, but he was lining up what he was having done. And somebody was like, well, maybe he knows something. We don't know. If what you're doing is out here trying to have a bunch of babies because you think you're going to pass away, and you want to leave a bunch of a bunch of children with no dad just because you have some money? They are not gonna be happy about that. Like that thought process. And I'm not saying Nick is doing it. I'm talking about people who have that thought process. Like if you're crediting this man for having, you have a problem if you're crediting this man for having the wherewithal to be like, oh, I may not be around long because I'm not I'm not well. So let me just have a whole bunch of children for my legacy. They will not have a dad in that uh, yes yes mom could make meet another man and he can be a great stepfather and he could be the dad that you know they needed in their life but what does that have to do with Nick Cannon and his plan like that's that's a horrible thought process and I heard that on a podcast too what I all I my biggest concern just is it was not cool I don't think it's cool to plan to do it, have children in these different homes. And and a lot of people, you know, some people were saying, like, you know, there are different places, and we don't know what cities they live in. And I'm like, I I, I believe that. But even if they in they all in one, even if they all in California or all in Miami, or all in Florida, if they ain't all going to the same school. The schedules ain't the same. They just ain't the same. And even if I live here today. In the next 20 years, I may not still be here just because everybody else is here. And to decide that you got to hold somebody to something because that's what you would like, selfish. Now, if they were a family and these people were living in home and they were all together and everybody was helping to raise everybody and, you know, because I believe that you can family in different ways. I just believe that the The look doesn't seem well good because to me it looks more like collecting women, and then you know these women that he has collected is um you know they they all get pregnant, and it kind of seems it seems very showy. And I just, like, mm, I don't like it. And also, let me say this. It's not really Nick Cannon, like, boasting or bragging. Now, we do keep seeing pictures with him and the new pregnant woman all the time. But I just think, for me, it's more about how the industry, meaning, like, the hip-hop community, is taking this you know, thing where it's just kind of like, oh yeah, he bag a bunch of, you know, chicks and he having babies with them and he got the money to do it. That, that ideal is nasty to me. And I'm not telling you that Nick Cannon has done it. I haven't heard Nick Cannon, I don't, I don't have anything where I've heard Nick Cannon, you know, boasting about, yeah, I'm getting them, I'm knocking them up all over the place. That's not the conversation. I just don't think that the way that these men, objectify these women that Nick Cannon is having relationships with. We don't know the insides, but what it looked like on the outside, the way that these these uh, industry men are seeing Nick Cannon, it don't look good to me. And the way that they are still talking about, you could do all this, protect black women you want to, but then when you start saying men are bagging women, it's still disrespectful to black women. Black women don't get bagged. That's not a thing. It's not a thing. Women are making the choice to sleep with Nick Cannon. Now, like I said, if you decide that what you wanna do is be in this industry and you get yourself in the graces of a in the graces of a Nick Cannon and he finds you attractive, you find him attractive, and you decide that this is a person that you would like to have relationships with, relations with as well, you get to make that choice. I believe that the women do get to make that choice. I don't believe that these women are out here just like, I'm hypnotized by the money. I'm just saying that the money does attract a certain group of women, a look, okay? We've seen the industry. We know what it is. How many times are we we talking about it all the time? A lot of these women look the same. These men are objectifying them, to, you know, saying he's begging all these bad women, and that you know he just like he's a man because he's having sex with they all. They all doing it. Nick Cannon ain't no better than the rest of them. It's just the way that they give him this credit, and I don't even know why he needs like what. What is it? It just don't look good to me, and I'm just saying that. But that's what I saw on Father's Day, and I felt good that my Father's Day was really mostly. Fatherhood on Netflix because that's all the Father's Day that I really wanted to be in. My boys don't have kids, so we don't have to do none of that. We have to worry about it. I mean, happy birthday. I mean, birthday. Happy Father's Day to my brother, but I didn't see him either. (laughs) And so, you know. That's it. I hope y'all had a good Father's Day. If you feel if you feel if you have an opinion or anything about the Nick Cannon thing, hit me up about it. I am going to go live on Sunday. Uh I'm going to go live on Saturday. No, not Saturday. Oh, not Saturday. You want to know why? Because I knew I was trying to think about it and I was saying there's there is a reason why I'm not going live on Saturday. What is it? Y'all. I'm going live on Sunday and we're gonna talk about it. But y'all, I forgot to tell y'all, Bow Wow and Soldier Boy is having a verses on Saturday. That's this Saturday, right? I believe that's this Saturday. The verses with Bow Wow and Soldier Boy, and this gonna be mad entertaining. I promise you, it's gonna be super entertaining, and I can't wait to see it. Now, I I thought that I didn't know enough songs to wanna watch this verses, but I really do know enough songs. And then there was a part of me who felt like I. I don't know if I'm old enough to um, you know watch I mean young enough to watch this versus but uh, let me just uh, I believe that Bow Wow is like 34-35 years old that's in my uh, that's in my age range and um, I'm gonna look up Soldier Boy right now cause I don't know how old he is so let's see how old he is Soldier boy got they had him at thirty years old. He was born in nineteen ninety. Uh, so I feel like you know these are kids. These are you know they still kids under me, but we not we not um, we're not so far apart in age that I don't know this music. I do know these songs. I do remember watching their videos on. 106 in park and so i'm going to tune in i watched trina and eve the i think was that last week or the week before i watched trina and eve that was good i liked it it was quick and fast if y'all didn't see it it's on youtube you could pull it up they didn't do you know a lot of these these later verses had been like two hours i think um the osley brothers they went three hours i believe but this one i think was like a cool hour quick hour eve was still in london and it was like two o'clock in the morning her time so like i think that that was another part of why i was taking so long but i'm i I thought that one was kind of cute i didn't know any trina songs i don't really know i don't know a lot of trina songs but the songs that she was a feature on i knew a lot of those uh This bow wow and soldier boy one, I think it's going to be entertaining. They both do a lot for you know TV and Soldier Boy he really plays to the internet. He is the he is like the king of the internet. And um he did a lot of internet stuff before anybody else did. And so, you know, he's gonna play for these cameras. I believe Bow Wow won't get in there and do a lot of it as well. And so or Shad Moss, because I don't think he likes to go by Bow Wow no more. But you know, whatever. I'm gonna be watching that. So that's why I will not be live because I'm not competing with Bow Wow and uh soldier and i know y'all got running around to do early days so we will do it on sunday we can have a conversation about some stuff and let's just see what topics may be going on in the, in the streets by then we might have a topic talk talk about something else but other than that that's it y'all i am um I am still, you know, putting up TikToks and putting things on Instagram, so go ahead and check that stuff out. Subscribe to to my stuff, y'all, and like the things, because that's where we at with it, and Y'all, I think I'm back, so you got me. <laughs> Tell your friends to come back, too. Don't do me like y'all did me last week. I'm sorry about it, but we here, so, you know, let's keep turning it, and, and you know, it's all trial and error. I'm trying to do my best, y'all. I'm trying to do my best to get to, uh, you know, a whole nother. Level, But we, we where we are with it. I'm still out here. I went to the store. People did not have one mask. They felt like zombies to me still. And I was just like, mm-hmm, girl, I don't. And so I'm still wearing a mask. I don't feel bad about it. I do not trust most of y'all out here in these streets. Not because I think you're dirty, but I just think that we've been sharing a lot more germs than we realized. And I'm not ready to go hit on and sharing with y'all just yet. I'm still sad that there's a whole bunch of y'all out on these streets because when I was in these streets having to go to work, in-house uh at the beginning of this pandemic i liked that it was uh alone in a room it was just me and the lord so like i <laughs> on the many roads and so now when i see everybody out here i'm already just like ah i don't know so this is you know just be safe keep washing your hands keep sanitizing do what you will either way with the vaccine that's your own personal choice i'm not about to get in a tool with y'all but be safe that's all i ask Be safe. But also, you know, have fun and enjoy your summertime. Bye.